Blog Talk Radio. Let's get it started. Let's get it started in here. I got a feeling that tonight's gonna be a good night. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, Big Brother fans. This is the Rad Reality Show Network. We connect you to the reality stars you love. It's June 16, 2016. I'm Cherry Garcia, and I'm so glad to have you here with us for the Big Brother 18 Roundtable Show with our host, Michael Cowboy Ellis from Big Brother Season 5, and he was also a member of the Four Horsemen Alliance. Cowboy's got a great special guest for tonight's show, Keith Henderson from Big Brother 13 will be joining us in just a little while. And as always, fans are encouraged to call in at 1-347-237-5506. Please remember to press the number one key on your phone once you're on our switchboard. That lets us know that you're ready to join us on air and you're not just listening to our show from the switchboard. Now, let's do what we always do and play a little intro music for our host. Here we go. At Kitty's Place I should have been a cowboy I should have learned to roll and ride Wearing my six shoes Riding my pony on a cat and drive Stealing a young girl's heart Just like Jesus Welcome, Cowboy. How are you tonight? Yeah, I guess it's that time of the year where we come on and talk Big Brother. I can't believe we are on 18 seasons of Big Brother. Wow, who would ever thought we would make it to 18? Well, we are, and here we are kicking off the reveal party. And, Terry Garcia, I am so excited to get this radio show started. There's a lot to talk about, uh, some great videos, some crazy videos, a lot of twists that we already have seen what it is, and more to come. I mean, this is the anticipation that we have been waiting for, and we don't have to wait no longer except 
just another week, <laughs> six days and counting <laughs> until we actually see them go through the doors to play the crazy game I love, Big Brother. I can't wait. It's absolutely the final week is like just pulling teeth. It's like every day seems so long. Absolutely. You know, it's 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 it should be in the amendments that Big Brother has to come on twice a year in the U.S. You know, I think we should uh, make that uh, work. Speaking of. I don't know if I told you this, Cherry, but uh, speaking of reality stars, you remember, uh, uh, was it uh, the McCord uh, brothers that did Amazing Race from uh, yes. close from me? About probably, I would have to say, an hour away, the McCoy brothers, uh, Jack yes. and, well, McCoy. anyways, yes, McCord. Uh, they are running for office an hour away from me. They're not in my district or anything, but uh, I saw that on the news uh, a couple of days ago. And uh, one's running as a Republican, one's running as a Democrat. And what a smart concept, because what people don't realize, it's going to split the votes either way and hopefully give one of them the uh, power. And, I, you know, I, I don't call it power. I call it more of a bleeding also role. But, um, you know, I think it's, you know, incredible that they are following uh, their grandfather uh, was in office several years ago. Uh, I think they said about 10, 15 years ago. So, um, you know, I, I wish them the best of luck. You know, this is a reality show. We talk a little bit of everything, but mostly Big Brother when Big Brother is going on. I wanted to touch on that. And I also wanted to, real quick, we had Jim Viagra. It's always hard to pronounce his last name. One of our dear friends, Cherry, uh, called in last week. And, of course, we didn't know what the results was. But fourth place in American Grit, that, oh, my gosh, 53 years old, to do what he has gone through. Um, Panther told me that he let everyone know at the party that after that competition, his body hadn't hurt the most until the next day of that competition. And he said he's never felt that uh, much pain in his life. And, uh, you know, I, I give him props, you know, because everything that they pushed their bodies through to win, I honestly thought he was coming close. And, you know, his just body just gave out. And if you're going to give out, that's the way to do it. But, you know, fourth place and finale, that's that's not bad odds. I mean, that's, you know, pretty good for a 53-year-old and being the oldest of uh, American Grits for that season. So I wish Jim Absolutely. and his family all the best of luck. Uh, you know, he's really close to Cherry and I, and he's just a dear man. And uh, hopefully he starts a new chapter in his life, and uh, I hope we see him again. Oh, I would love to. You know, I've already written to um, Fox Network and told them how much I enjoyed the show, um, American Grit, and told them that even though the ratings weren't what they 
expected what they had hoped for that they I hope that they will bring American Grit back for another season. I also posted it in our group page, the uh, Red Reality Show group page, and explained to all of our fans how they can also write to Fox um, and do exactly what I did, ask Fox to please bring back American Grit for another season. So if anybody's interested in doing so, all you have to do is go to fox.com, and at the very bottom of the page, there's a Contact Us button. And I have the steps to follow if you want to go to our group page. I have all the steps written out um, on our group page to follow which buttons to push and how to, to get to a page that you can write out a comment to them. And it will go to to them and... I got a response back that said, thank you so much for writing us and giving us your uh, your, uh, information on American Grit. We're glad you enjoyed the show. And I think it was only two days later that I got the response. So they did read it, and they did personally respond back to me. So it didn't go to, like, some file that goes to Never Never Land. (laughs) Well, that's, you know, I'm glad that they gave feedback, and, you know, we're going to have to do that as well. I think that would be, you know, incredible and uh, be able to do that um, as well. Speaking of writing, Terry, I I didn't bring this up to you, but uh, I think this is going to be down your uh, alley. Um, I turned it on the news a couple of nights ago, and there was an article uh, that they were touch base on, and it's this. Uh, I guess 19. She's turning 19 years old. She's autistic, and her aunt uh, put up pictures of her uh, the past couple of years by herself at a birthday party. No one has ever showed up. No one has gave her the love that she deserves. And let's be real. It's it's not her fault. And, you know, uh, the aunt actually wants people to send her birthday cards uh, for her birthday. Mm-hmm. Her birthday's in July. I don't know what day. So if you're going to do this, you probably need to get this going. But I'd like to share the address for everybody and uh, people that's listening to podcasts or people that's in the chat room. Maybe you can uh, uh, write this down for the people in the chat room. Terry, I know that you would love to do this. I tell you what I'm going to do is I'm going to write a birthday card, and I'm putting a $20 Walmart card in it. You know, $20 is nothing. And, you know, I hope that she has the best birthday. And, you know, it just it touched my heart. And I'm glad to see that this is going viral. And if y'all want to be a part of this, her name is Haley, H-A-L-L-E-E. And her last name is, I'm going to spell it, S-O-R-E-N-S-O-N. And the address is 34 Wells, W-E-L-L-E-S, Legway, L-E-G-Y, W-A-Y, Bangor, B-A-N-G-O-R, 
ME for Maine, 04401. And, you know, if you've got a couple minutes on your uh, schedule, you can pencil that in and be able to send this girl a uh, birthday card. You don't have to put a gift card in there. I just, you know, saying what I was going to do. And, you know, I've, I hope that this girl gets 2 million birthday cards and it's her best birthday yet. I could have only imagine if that was one of my kids uh, going through that. So I please, please, if you've got two minutes of your time, have your kids, if you've got kids, draw pictures and, you know, and uh, send a packet to her. Put it in know, an envelope. Yeah, just put it in an envelope and, and put a stamp on it and send it to her. You know, you don't even have to buy a real card. I mean, Absolutely. Anything. I don't think, yeah, I don't think she's going to look at it and say, well, this is not a card and throw it to the side. But, uh, you know, if you find it on your heart, you know, be creative. Uh, I know that this family would really appreciate it. And, uh, you know, I wish her a very 19th birthday. And, uh, you know, it just it touched me, Cherry. I, I like stuff like this. That's so sweet of you, Cowboy. That's really awesome. Um and I I know that you noticed we had new intro music at the very beginning of the show. I have somebody that I'd like to mention, JJ Technologies here in my area, is helping me with new audio clips. And right now they're just being so kind. And so I hope that anybody here in my area that needs work with security cameras or any audio uh, work, DJ work, anything like that, we'll call up JJ Technologies and give them uh, some work because they're certainly helping us in a big way and really wonderful, wonderful people. And Cheryl Cheryl just told me that she's already received 10,000 cards. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. That's wonderful when a community pulls together like that. And I don't know if you heard or not. Um, I know that you may have heard that I had James Swift from Utopia on the show a couple of times recently. No. And his home... Um, well, I did have he, – he wrote a book called Rusted Rhinestones. It's all about his childhood. You know, he had a, a very, very rough childhood um, from being gay and being in the South. And so he wrote a book called Rusted Rhinestones, and he was re- receiving all kinds of awards from his book. And when Michelle was going to be absent from Manic Monday, I invited him to come on and talk about his book. And so he's been on the show a couple of times recently. And last week, his, Cowboy, his home burned to the ground. Oh, and wow. it just broke my heart. So we do have um, the GoFundMe page that's set up for him on the group page. It's on my my personal page. And so if... Any of our listeners can make a donation to James Swift. We all know 
what Rich and I went through when it happened to us and how devastating a house fire is. And James has taken care of his brother, David, who has autism, since it was legal for him to bring David into his home. And he was able to get David and his three dogs out of the house before it burned down. But he lost everything else. So if people can make a donation for James, I would love, you know, for them to do that as well. We're sort of having a a different beginning of the show than I anticipated, but, you know, that's that's what we've always been about is helping others. And if we can use this format to, to do so, I think that's what we should do, to reach out and pay it forward and to help those that we can help. And James is, that's what he does. He's always been there to help others. And now he's in a position where he needs somebody to help him. And I hope his utopia family is helping him. And I hope that our Red Reality family can help him as well. Your audio is very, very choppy tonight, cowboy. Just barely. No, I haven't changed anything. Now you sound better. Okay. Awesome. Sorry about that, y'all. Awesome. Well, I tell you what, he will be in my thoughts and prayers for sure, and hopefully the reality community can uh, pitch in. Uh, You know... That's one great thing about being a reality star is, you know, we we all care. And, you know, we all gone through, you know, similar process of getting on shows and, you know, the process. And, you know, we I loved you to uh, Topia. Um, unfortunately, you know, we didn't, you know, go as far as, you know, they hoped. And, you know, that's the bad thing. It, I, it stinks because, you know, there was, um, you know, I've talked about this. You know, Mark Burnett came up with one about pirates and treasure, and, you know, and I actually loved it. I was getting into it and everything, and then it just stops, you know, five shows in, four shows in, and you had to finish it online. And But I was like, where did it go, you know? And, uh, you know, it's just it's crazy that, you know, uh, you know, sometimes a show uh, does very well uh I tell you what, I you know I tried watching Coupled, you know, with Mark Burnett, and you know I'm you know I'm not a huge fan of it, so it's you know it's you know not for me. But I will say this: America's great, uh, America, America's Got Talent is really good this year. If you're not watching, Simon Cowell is the new jo- uh, the new judge. Boy, I can't talk today, uh, but. Um, you know, of course, he produces the show, but I tell you what, it's kind of great to see the judges react, and uh, I feel like it's going to be a good season. Already some great talent. So if you are a uh, huge America's Got Talent fan, you will love this season because it's kicked off really well. Uh, Cherry, is uh, my guest on yet? Do I need to shoot a text Not message? Not yet. 
Not yet. Okay, I'll see it next. Um, Simon Cowell seems like he's gotten much nicer since he's had a kid. You know, he used to be so, like, mean to the people on American Idol. And now he seems to be like a softie, and I think part of it, it seems to be coinciding with him having a child. And I think that may have softened him a little bit. I think he did too, and you know, yeah, showing the picture of his little boy, you know, so cute and adorable, and you know, it is. Yeah, and of course, Jason. uh, Of course, I'm looking in the chat room tonight. Yay! And I see that Jason said, uh, "You think you can Uh dance is uh, really awesome this year." I don't watch that, unfortunately, because I know I can't dance, and I don't dream to dance. Because uh, we've all seen me break dance in the Big Brother house, and you see how far <laughs> it got me. I don't watch that show either, but I know millions of people do and love it. Um, you know, Mark Burnett has another reality show coming out that has to do, I don't know the exact name of it, but it's called something about um, inventions. And the winner actually gets a million dollars. something about the world's greatest inventor or something like that. And the winner gets a million dollars, and that's going to be starting soon. So oh, I well, can't that's see what that's cool. going to be like. Yeah. Right. And I bet he, he has a, you know, a piece of the pie, which whatever invention does succeed and go on to make it to the end. You know, he probably gets a, a portion of, whatever product or invention comes out of it. On your uh, switchboard now. But, yeah, we do have your guest, so let's bring him up. We have Keith Henderson from Big Brother Season 13. Thank you so much for calling in. How are you? Hey, guys, I'm really well. Just waiting for this uh, season to get kicked off next uh, Wednesday night, so uh, let's let's talk. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, I just seen uh, where Robin tweeted that, there will not be a battle of the block this year. I wonder wow. if that's going to be true. Ah. Wow. Uh, I, I was a fan of the battle of the block. I, I like battle of the block. Um, it put a little bit more pressure on on, on the players and and uh, add add a little twist to the game and and uh, it, 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 I, I liked it. I mean, it, and I had did some math myself and I it, it, I, I coupled it in the battle of the block and. And, I, and the regular evictions, and I figured that they would like it's, it's twelve. We see twelve newbies, and then four four players who haven't been revealed yet. And it, it, the, the way I did the math and, and factored the uh, all the evictions, it would the game would need to be played with sixteen people. So all uh, all uh, I mean fourteen well sixteen people, but the sixteen players would have to play. They couldn't be coaches in order for it to be even at the end. Right. Absolutely. You know, and what do you, what are you thinking about? You know, we've it's been a couple of twists, you know, revealed. And what do you think if and if y'all have not uh, seen who is in the house, we're about to give you some spoilers. But you've got Vanessa's sister in the house, which you know what, Keith, 
Uh, Terry, yeah. she is beautiful. Oh yeah, my she gosh, she's a knockout. Cool so, uh, yes, I would love to be in the house with her. <laughs> uh, you, you and me both, absolutely. <laughs> And uh, we got Cody's brother, Polly, in the house as well. And uh, you know what? I think he's going to do good. And, you know, it's um, – I think that he's learned a lot. You know, uh, Cheryl thinks – Cheryl thinks that uh, Polly actually looks like Cody. I don't really see it so much. Dude, Polly looks just like Cody. The only difference is the color of his hair. And um, even when, even when, did you? I don't know if you watched Jeff's interviews uh, with him, man. He's there is just like, like, like a mirror image of his brother, man. And it's, it's, it's and he talks about, oh, he's gonna try to remain low key, and, and uh, he's not gonna let anybody know that he's Cody's brother. But he's gonna be easy to figure out once he takes the shirt off and they see the tattoos and everything. So it's like if you're really a super fan, and, and let's see, all these players have never watched the game before. Uh, that will be the only way he'll lay, he'll be able to lay low. Absolutely. Well, you know, since we are talking about them, you know, I'm going to just say I actually have picked three of my favorites, and I'm curious to see if it's going to be uh, the same as y'all. But I'm actually choosing uh, Tiffany, Vanessa's sister, and I'm actually choosing Cody's brother, Polly, for uh, uh, one. And then I have to go with my Dallas guy. Um, he went to A&M as a baseball player. And I'm wondering if he knows Clay. I'm wondering if Clay got him in. So I'm in the back of my mind. I'm like, how close is he to Clay? Which one is that? To the guy Corey Brooks? Yes, yes, it is. Ah, okay, yeah, and they're about the same age and everything too. I didn't know he was yeah. playing him. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, he played football there. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, and so, yeah. but he knows. But you know, you know, it's it's you know, I love uh, looking at the videos and seeing how crazy. But there's one girl that is gonna drive me crazy, Keith. Which Do you one? know who I'm talking about? Uh, possibly, um, either Michelle or 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 that Bridget. Well, it's actually Bronte. Bronte's uh, voice <laughs> drives me crazy. Uh, uh, but, uh, you know, Michelle's a nerd. She, she reminds me of, uh, oh, what's her name with glasses? Uh, Nicole. She reminds oh. me a lot of a Nicole. Ah. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah but, you know, the, the whole cast to me looks just like so like laid back, so quiet, like so not confrontational, just so easy going, like almost like a, a BB-16 cast. Like everybody is going to be super friendly and super, like every, the, the house is going to vote the same. So if they don't get, if any of these four players don't don't come with drama or any baggage like that, then it's going to be, a, it's almost going to be a boring season. I can't see any of these people, uh, you know, being confrontational and, and you know, being douchebags and things like that, it's going to be almost like BB sixteen. That's 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 my that, that's what I'm thinking. I I, I, could, I hope I'm wrong because I don't I don't we don't need another one of those. Well, you know, they didn't go with all super fans this year. You know, okay. there's only like two or three that's super fans. Yeah, so I guess the other ones are like, I guess they are 
brand new. Like they don't, they never, they they, they never wash the stone supposedly. Right, right. Well, you know, there's strong rumors of uh, our buddy uh, James uh, being in the house uh, from last season, and yeah. uh, I hope he is. If he's in the house, it's going to be entertaining. You know. Oh yeah. Uh, that's one thing he brings to the table is he's very, very entertaining. It, it, it's been so many. It's been so many strong rumors about like like I just got I, I just got word that Nicole. From Nicole Friends, or the one we were just talked about, that she's one of the returning players, and and and, and the, the I, I talked to two of two two other people from the Big Brother family, and they told me that they're really close with her, and they haven't heard from her in weeks, and she's not on Twitter, she's not Instagram, and they can almost guarantee you that she's a returning player. And this is Nicole, you said? Yep, Nicole. Yep. Which is wow, which is, wow. which is odd because. Normally, the way they cast, they always cast like somebody that looks like somebody or somebody that's similar to somebody. It's already, it's already a girl that never even looks like Nicole. Nicole. Her name, her name is Michelle. She looks just like Nicole, yeah. except for she's brown hair. Well, you know, doing the brother sister twist in there, uh, like they are, is going to throw a lot of, um, uh, you know, paranoia in the house of, you know, who else is, you know someone else's uh, brother and sister, you know? Uh, yeah. I, I'm I'm curious. Hey, is your sister in the house? Right. <laughs> well, you know, one of the guys has the last name of Arroyo, which is Jen City's last name. But oh. I don't think he's related. He's from Slidell, Louisiana, and Jen City oh, is, you know, definitely Florida. from, you know. Miami. No, she's wow. from. The Bronx, New, or, New Jersey, um, New Jersey, yeah, yeah, yeah she's right. from up, up east. So I don't think that unless they're like cousins, I don't think they're related. He's like Puerto Rican, I, I think. Um, which I yeah, she, think she, she, she was Puerto Rican too, though. Yeah, um, but I don't know unless they're cousins. You know, it says that he was his hometown is Slidell, Louisiana, and he's currently living there. So. He's lived there his entire life, um, wow. and she's always lived up east. So I don't. Well, I don't that was, know that was a good tie. I didn't even know that was a good tie, and I didn't notice that. I didn't even notice the last name. Good, good call. Well, shoot, is there one that uh, has Ellis in there? Do I have someone in there? <laughs> no. I, <laughs> I and the girl that, that you're talking yeah. about that looks like Nicole, she is from Michigan, and she does look yeah. just like Nicole. Now she could be somehow related to, to just Nicole. like her, exactly like her, except she has dark hair. Right. She she yeah. could be related somehow. We don't know. And, and Nicole, and Nicole, supposedly Nicole is coming back in the house. So I I, I don't know. To me, it almost seems like it's. Uh, setting production up to be a puppet master this year. <laughs> Why you say that? Share. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got Vanessa's sister in the house. You know, yeah. it's you know one of those things where you know uh, everyone thought that people were thinking that production was helping Vanessa along through the game, and now oh, you've yeah. got her sister in the house. Yeah. Oh, you're right, and and and, that, and that, that's similar to. Do you remember when uh, Rachel's sister Alyssa was in there and they were in there Oh, Alyssa, yeah. You know, there was yep. a lot of, you know, uh, uh, uh army voted, you know, to help her throughout, you know, a few weeks. So, yeah, every week, uh, you know, yeah. 
Yeah, every week. You're absolutely right. And, uh, you know, I'm curious to see how, you know, this is going to go down, you know, because, you know, Tiffany uh, Rusko, uh, she sounds and acts just like her sister. I mean, like a split image, you know. But the thing is, is, you know, my thing is, is she says that she's from Florida, you know. So I'm wondering if they're actually originally from Florida. But have y'all noticed? that there's a lot of bodybuilder-type people in this house. They own yep. gyms of some sort or um, – trainer something. Yeah, Almost every one of them does yoga or has a gym or somehow – Yep, all, all somehow very fitness-oriented. Yep, yep. Right, and you know what? And, you know, and – Keith, you might know this. Maybe that's what we don't see, the competitive side, you know. Um, but, you know, the thing is, is you know bodybuilders and, you know, people that lift are very competitive. I mean, look at yourself. Yeah. You would have oh, yeah. been perfect in this uh, group. You would be able to get an amazing workout in. And what? that's, you know, what people don't realize is I – die to go into Big Brother just to use their gym because you're forced to use a gym every day. You know, well, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. if you see pictures of me uh, towards the end of my show, 82 days later, I was one ripped cowboy, you know. But one great thing is that what we didn't realize what we had on our hands is we had two fitness trainers that was bodybuilders, you know, in our season, uh, Adrian Natalie. And, you know, they knew everything about lifting weights. And, of course, we had Scott that obviously uh, it's transparent that he lifted weights. And so I feel like if you have a cast that is um, into weights, it's a good opportunity for somebody like myself to go in, lose some weight. You You know, speaking of, the biggest guy is what 50 years old uh Glenn and I have to say I think he's probably the heaviest I've seen anybody in the Big Brother house. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm not trying to talk about, you know, uh people's weight, but let's be honest. Uh mm-hmm. weight is a can be a factor in endurance competitions. However, yeah. If you cannot do endurance competitions, if your brain's smart, you might be able to pull this off. And speaking of, I know we're going 100 nothing, but there's 12 different players, and I want to try to get this uh, through uh, our show. But what did you think about of the mathematician? Was she the most stupidest girl by first impression that you've ever met? <laughs> yes. Funny. A mathematician, yeah, but her. she doesn't know what nine times nine, nine is. Nine times nine is. She said eighty-nine. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I don't know if she was just doing that to try to throw us off to make people think that she's dumb, but, but oh. you know, that's, that's not that, – that, that, that game is old. Like, you get figured out really quick when you're in a big brother out trying to play stupid. Like, either they're going to think you're stupid – and treat you like you're stupid, and it's not, you're not going to go far anyway. So it doesn't – yeah, I don't know. So either she's, either she's dumb for real or she's just trying to act like she's dumb. 
I don't think she was kidding. Oh. <laughs> I really don't. Uh, you know, I think, you know, what? what is it, uh, Jordan, you know, when she gave these crazy answers, I think she's going to be like a Jordan where she's yeah. going to, you know, what animal you want to be, and, you know, gives us this crazy one. But, you know, what was weird, and I didn't catch it, but Cheryl did, in one of the videos, they said, hey, Jeff, are you married yet? He said, my fiancé. And I told oh. Cheryl that he can't tell current events. If they don't really know that he got married, he can't say anything. Oh, Okay. So if they don't know that she's pregnant and they are married, he can't say anything because that falls into current events uh, and they're not supposed to know any current events. Yeah, because they could, they could end up asking that in, the, in, in one of the, in one of the uh, competitions, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know what's crazy this year? That the house guests, we don't really think about this, but this is an Olympic year. They're not yeah. going to know how many medals that USA got. And my season was an Olympic year. And, you know, uh, and, you know, what's sad is they don't even know what has happened to Orlando. And believe me, uh, Orlando's in my thoughts and prayers. Three things that has happened. Uh, everybody has heard it. If you turn on the TV for two seconds, you know, I, I feel for Orlando. Uh it's just, it's crazy. You know, we're not, speaking of reality shows, you know, uh, amazing lady uh, from, uh, what is it, The Voice, you know, this last week got shot. Just a random person goes up to her and shoots her. And I just, you know, Keith, you know, we're not guaranteed tomorrow. Right. And we can be at the wrong place at the wrong time and, you know, um, you know, 50 people murdered in a nightclub and, you know, an alligator taking a two-year-old boy. I mean, what is this world coming to? And, you know, what's what's so crazy about that? You know, I've taken my kids to Disneyland, and I've been to Disney World, so I know kind of how uh, it's set up at Disney World. Can you imagine taking your kid on a – Dream vacation, and it being ruined by your kid going under with a crocodile. Yeah, I I couldn't even. And it's one thing. I, I it's one thing to like I was telling people too. Also, uh, cowboy. It's one thing to have a child, and and they you know they succumb to like cancer or leukemia, and you watch them go through the fight. You watch them go through and fight this. But then to, on the flip side, to have somebody have a child taken under in lagoon by, by, you know, by a gator. And it's just like, I wouldn't even be able to live with myself if that, if that happened. Right. I, you know, I tell you what, and I know the sounds, I wasn't there and I know the father tried, but I tell you what, I would, I would, and it was nine o'clock at night. You could hardly see at this time, but you know, a part of me would just, you know, do everything possible. I would probably go dying for my kid. Mhm. Mhm. Oh yeah, I, I agree. So so sad. Yep, it is. It's extremely sad. Wow. Well, Cheryl was just showing me pictures. I tell you, what, I've got a good woman. She she's behind the scenes googling uh, 
stuff, but she was saying that there was a lady had her kid in that same lagoon 30 minutes before that in pictures of the boy at the edge of that lagoon, and she's like, you know, this could have been my kid. I mean, apparently it says you cannot swim in this lagoon, but it looks like every parent was doing it. And there was a lifeguard, you know, close by, and it's just Wow, yeah, and Cheryl was saying they had a thing to roast marshmallows there, you know, with the kids. You know, it's just, you know, it's just, it's sad. And, you know, uh, I don't know, Keith, if you've heard this, but uh, Cherry was telling me that a reality star guy that was on Utopia, his house burned down um, just recently. And, you know, we were letting everybody know and, you know, anybody that could help out and, uh, you know, of course, you know, Cherry's house burned down several years, about three years ago, wasn't it, Cherry? Yep, three years ago. And, Your house burned down? Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah mine did. She, she lost, we lost, she lost everything. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, so, oh, it's, you know, it's very dear. Uh, you know, the American Red Cross jumped in and helped Cherry, and, you know, she has talked how amazing American Red Cross was. You know, for her, and you know, the thing is, what people don't understand is, if you don't have insurance, people, you know, I tell you what, I didn't have house insurance, and when Cherry lost everything, I went the next day to my insurance guy, and I said, I need house insurance, and because you know, uh, Cherry did have insurance, but uh, but she taught me the value of having home insurance, and if y'all don't have house insurance or renter's insurance, whatever, I mean, you're crazy because if you lose everything, how are you going to replace – you're never going to replace everything that you have. I mean, Cherry had some amazing big brother and survivor uh, um, marabilia. Autograph. We'll never get any of that back, you know. I'm sorry to hear that. When you have insurance, I mean, they're not going to pay me for that memorabilia kind of stuff, but at least we got, you know, our furniture replaced and we got our house replaced and we had, you know, a place to go to while we found a new house to, you know, we had something, you know, to fall back on. Um, If we had no insurance whatsoever, we would have been totally screwed. So I was glad that, you know, it at least taught, you know, some people a lesson to definitely have insurance. I was glad that Cowboy went out and got insurance the next day because, heaven forbid, if he lost everything, you know, and didn't have insurance, I would hate to even think, you know, I would never want this to happen to anyone on earth. But if it happens and you don't have insurance, it's unthinkable. Well, and it just happened with James quick. Swift. He did have insurance, but, you know, he, there again, he had, you know, lots of things in his home that right. are irreplaceable. And he's going through the same thing I went through, you know, before. And he, takes care of a, a brother who is autistic, artistic and 
it's just a very difficult time. So there's a GoFundMe page set up for him, and we have it on our group page and on my, my Facebook page as well. And um, so if anybody can donate, please do so. Um, well, one was right. She had, she had a cookbook of Chef Joe in her house, and it burned down. And uh, Chef Joe mailed her a new cookbook on him. And, you know, that's one thing I love about uh, Chef Joe. He's just an amazing, amazing guy. And yeah. he, uh, he replaced her cookbook. I mean, how many people would you hear do that? <laughs> <laughs> not many. He not only did that, he sent me a T-shirt with it. Oh, did he really? Yeah. Oh, oh that's such a sweetheart. You know, and he's got some things coming up. I, I love. I tell you what, I saw on his page uh, just a week ago of this spaghetti baked uh, uh, dish, and I love that he puts recipes up and. It makes me hungry all the time. Uh, I'm just glad that he's able to live his dream. It's just amazing. You know, us reality stars drive to follow our dream. And, you know, Keith and I, you know, I'm not going to go deep in it, but, you know, we've had several conversations about our dreams and stuff like that. And, you know, I'm going to tell off on Keith, but it's been kind of interesting to see uh, the big brother uh, get it underneath his skin this uh, past few weeks, and he'll text me and was like, "Did you know this, Fuller? Did you know this? You know?" Yeah. And you know, one one day I remember when my name was on all the spoilers, like Michelle Casas was last season. You know, uh, I was in Dallas with uh, Cheryl having a date weekend, and Keith's like, "Are you lying to me? Are you in sequester? Is this someone that's got his phone?" I mean, it was just so funny. I literally, I think, had to call Keith and say, Keith, I'm not in sequester. And, you know, it's it's funny because, you know, he goes, you're my boy, you know. You wouldn't lie to me. And I'm like, no, I wouldn't lie to you. But, uh, you know, it's we did that to Michelle last season, Keith, and we really thought that Michelle was in sequester and, you know, we we were trying to call her out on a show. She called in and did her show, and I remember calling her out. And uh, and you know, uh, it's just it's it's crazy how rumors spread. And you know, what's so funny is uh, yesterday I had uh, one of the head HR people in my office yesterday. She's a huge Big Brother fan, and she told me she goes. My dad and I was looking at uh, at the cast, and he goes, well, maybe Cowboy will be back. And she looks at him and is like, Cowboy's not going back this season, Dad. <laughs> well, you don't know that. And she goes, I work with him through phone and emails every day. Do you not think that I would know if Cowboy's missing in action? I'd be one of the first ones to know if he took a leave of absence from work. <laughs> And it, and it and it it's and it's so funny, dude. Like like yesterday, somebody released another um, blog or or a post, and it said that there was like seven or eight people who were considered uh, going back in the house. And it said Kaser, and it said uh, Danny Donato, and it said uh, you know a couple of Howard from season fifteen, a couple other people. And I got and, and that's why I love the Big Brother brother community, Big Brother family. I went right when I saw that, you know, I sent it out to you. Uh, I sent it out to. Uh, Adam, Adam Pox sent it out to him. 
and then sent it out to Matt Hoffman, and then we began talking between one another, and I said, oh, wait a minute. I, I picked up the phone, and I called Danny and Dominic. Dominic answered the phone. I said, hey, man, is this, is this post true about uh, was, was, uh, was Danny considered to go back in the house? He's like, dude, she never received a phone call. So that, that put the kibosh <laughs> on the phone right there. And that's why I say it, it's good to know these people. It's like people make these, they, they make up these, these posts, and don't they know how close to all of us are? It's just a matter of a, a text message or a phone call. And it it, could, it puts the kibosh like right on those on those rumors. He he was like, dude, absolutely not. Danny didn't even get a phone call. So I'm like, ah, okay. <laughs> well, but what's what's weird is Keith would uh, he would call me. He goes, okay, cowboy, okay. So what's the process? You know. <laughs> and what's so funny is I am gonna say I'm gonna say this because this is not leaking production or anything like that. You know, Keith actually received uh, a spam. And yeah. he he, call, he calls me and he goes, Cowboy, how did you get contacted? And I want anyone that's listening, you know, to hear this because, you know, if you get a spam of somebody reaching out to you about Big Brother, most likely it's probably not true. And um, so I, t- I told Keith, I said, you need to, you know, holler at, uh, oh, my, Robin, and, you know, see if it's true because – Robin will always contact us if they want us and to start the process. And so, um, and he did, and she said that it wasn't true, but he wasn't the only one that got these letters. Like literally like spam letters was going out. Yeah. And she called me right back. Like, like she, like I contacted her. She got right back to me and said, Hey, honey, I apologize. Yep. This is not a, you're not coming back. (laughs) Right, and, and you know the thing is, is Robin knows that you know she knows the ones that's gonna go and who's gonna drop everything at the last minute, and you know, and I, I told Keith that I said, you know, my last one in season eleven, I had one week before I went and sequester, before I knew I was gonna be a part of uh, season eleven, and you know, unfortunately, I, I hope that doesn't, you know, happen again. I hope they give me like a month's notice. You know, because, you know, having, you know, a week notice now in my life, and, you know, you'd probably be the same way, Keith, uh, you know, to be able to get everything, you know, in order to be able to do this. But one great thing about, I mean, this time when we were in our seasons, do you remember being in the hotel sequester ready to play the game? And, you know, all the nerves and, like, okay, I know that they could put people in the house. I wonder who they could put in the house. And, you know, your brain's going 100 or nothing. And, you know, they give you the option to, you know, watch prior seasons. And, you know, and so I remember in season 11 that I literally thought Michelle Costa was going into the house. And at this time, you know, you know, I didn't like Michelle Costa in her season. And I've told her that. We've talked about it on air. But in her life, she's like this amazing person and gives so much to, real, you know, to uh, the reality uh, fans and uh, charities. And I love she's Michelle, just a, yeah. Yeah, she's a stand-up. She's a, she's a funny girl. But in the house, she was, like, very serious. And, you know, yeah. she, you know, I was like, you know, I don't think I like her. But I watched her season in Sequester and – you know, I, you know, get up there, and she wasn't even one of the four. 
you know, uh, that was, you know, picked. And it was just crazy. I was like, oh, that was a waste of time. <laughs> but, you know, I just, I love this time, Cherry, because, you know, it's in the air. It's almost like Christmas time. I mean, and I know that sounds really funny, but it is like Christmas time because you're wondering who's going to be a part of the reality family and, you know, who did they pick and, you know, what was production thinking and to see, you know, because, you know, even I think Keith has touched base is, you know, here's 18 seasons and what type of twist can they come up with next? You know, is it going to entertain us? Is it going to be a flop? Is it going to be, you know, I told him that, you know, I really, one of my favorite, favorite, uh, you know, things that Survivor does, uh, did, was the split of the races where they brought, you know, blacks, Mexican, and Caucasian in and, uh, and split them up. That was an epic season for me because it was, interesting how they draw to each other you know and it's you know and it's like that now and Cheryl's giving me a look it did happen it yeah did I don't happen. remember that I don't remember that cowboy but I'm not saying it's not true because I know you know you'd be on top of it like I, but yeah. I don't remember it <laughs> Terry, Terry what season was that when they did the divide of the races oh gosh I can't recall exactly right off the top of my I don't, head I don't even know and I'm pretty. I, I watch. I watch Survivor just like I watch uh, Big Brother too. So, I, and I just why I don't. I don't they did. Remember. They did. They did. I promise you. You. They did. <laughs> you know. Even Cheryl's like. I don't think you're right, but I know I'm right. I hope someone <laughs> in the chat room starts googling this stuff because they did do it, and uh, it was. We've it was a. It was a. Wait. Somebody asked. Somebody see. saying. It. We've got somebody on the switchboard. Maybe he knows. Okay. Let's see. We have Jason on with us. Hi, Jason. Do you happen to know the answer to this question? What was the question? So there was a season of Survivor where they did the split of the races, where it was the African Americans, there was the Hispanics, and there was the Caucasians, and I think there was some uh, the Asians as well. Am I just making this up, or did it actually happen? Oh, it happened. Uh, I just don't remember what season it was. It happened, but I don't think it was. That's the reason why I don't know it, because I don't think it was done on purpose. It was done yeah, on purpose. Yeah, it was done on purpose. It was done yeah, on purpose. Yeah, you, you, you know what? Yeah, the season. You, you know what? It was. It was. It was. Uh, Cook. Cook. It was. Uh, Cook's Island. It was season. They, they, they were they, it was Cook's, it was Survivor Cook's Island. They were divided into four tribes, divided by ethnicity. Yep. You, you, okay. You're right. You're it right. was four, Cook Island. Yeah, it was Cook Island. Hispanic Americans, Black American, uh, African Americans, Caucasians, and Asians. Yeah. You were right. Well, I knew I, knew I was right. I, I I knew I knew you know myself. But the thing is, is reality shows are starting to blend together. But I, I was like, okay, may, I'm looking like a fool right now. But I knew it happened. But and, it was I, now that I'm looking at it, you're right. I remember the season, and everything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they were sp- yeah, tribes split by ethnicity. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I, I watch Survivor like I do Big Brother. Yeah, I, I love Survivor, and you know, I remember Jeff saying 
you know, we're doing something that we've never done. It's, he said it basically it's a test. And, you know, and I felt like it went good, but they've not – the only twist that they've done twice was blood, blood versus water. You know, and they switched that up, you know, uh, how they did the concept, you know, the second time around. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then the brains, uh, bronze beauty. And yeah, they did that twice too. That's the one. That's the last. Yeah, they one. did they that, that a few times. I don't yeah. think the Cook Islands concept was was very popular, though. I don't. I don't think that's, that fell well. Absolutely not. It was a concept, It was a controversy. Yeah, yeah. That's why they. That's why they never duplicated it in, in like a major race or brother. Right. No. Yeah. The it didn't go over well at I, all. And I can, and you know, and I can see that. But you know, the thing is, is you know, race is always brought up. You know, and it's it's still a part of our world. And you know, Cheryl <coughs> actually, she uh, she I have not started it, but she watched the series, The Roots. And she yeah. <laughs> she loved it, and uh, I I I still have not uh, watched it. I, I remember actually watch watching something like that. My mother was watching the series, and I just I remember pieces of it. Okay. You, you talk about the old school one, right? Yeah, the old roots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I don't the know. I, you know, it's like. I, I think Big Brother does a does a good job, on, you know, with the with the ethnicity. I mean, they 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 at least have, you know, one African American, uh, you know, one or two African Americans a season, right. which is fine with me. I don't I don't have a problem with it because that just makes that just makes it better for me when it's when when they when it's time to do a, do a, a bring players back. Like it's not that many it's not that many African let's, let's face it, it's not that many African Americans who've been cast in the house. Who have it going on like I do? So it's like I, I, right. I, I don't. I, <laughs> that is better for me. I, I think your competition right now is Lawan, but Lawan, yeah. you know, pulls a different angle as well. But that's I will say, and I've told you this, but Lawan would be your competition. <laughs> yep. Yep. And, and, and I love Lawan. We ended up from the same season, and we still talking. And uh, absolutely, that, that would be the one. So it's like the, the less they the less they cast for me, it's the better. So I don't, I'll feel be remembered. <laughs> Let, let, let's think about it. Let's think about it. Season, season seventeen, they didn't have any no black. There was no black guy. Season sixteen, they had Devin. Season fifteen, they had Howard. Season fourteen, they didn't have anybody. In season thirteen, they had three of us. So I mean, it's it's, it's pretty it's, it's pretty good. So the, the odds are in my favor. There you go. <laughs> that, that's one way to look at it. Yeah, that's the way I look at it. <laughs> you know, unfortunately, like with me, there, there's a lot of uh, Caucasians, so. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you want to go over briefly each one of the new house guests and just kind of say I, I can't, like, who they are and where they're coming from, what their um, occupation yeah. is and all right, the first one. You want me to go over it, or you want to, or how you yeah, want to do it? Yeah. No, go ahead. Okay, go ahead. We'll, the we'll first comment. one is Bronte Diatisto. 
She's 26 from San Diego. She was originally from San Diego. She's now living in Denver, Colorado. She's a student. The three words she used to describe herself is capable, willing, and determined. Um, her favorite things to do, she loves to solve math problems consisting of uh, calculus, statistics, and probability. Um she loves to look at adoptable dogs, stretches, and walks to the mall to buy more hair accessories. <laughs> she is single, and uh, she's driven by money and wants to be a mathematician. But she, did, she didn't know what nine times nine was. Um, <laughs> well, I... Go ahead. I, I, well, I'll comment first. Like she, I think she's hot, uh, but she reminds me so much of that Victoria who went on to was in the final three with uh, yes, yeah, that's what Carol. Said. Yeah, I I can really relate to that. Next we have Polly Calafori, uh, twenty seven from Howell, New Jersey. He's a DJ. His three words to describe himself are driven, passionate, and quick-witted. The favorite things he loves to do are um, various martial arts, exercise, and instruments. He likes Crave Mega the most on the martial arts side and playing guitar on the instrument side. His motto is, a comfort zone is a wonderful place, but nothing ever grows there. Um, that, he owns an entertainment company. Is he Cody's this brother? Is, um, yeah, that's Cody's brother. Uh, he owns an entertainment uh, company and a sports-specific gym. I uh, I, I met Cody in in, uh, in Vegas this past season. I, I like him. He's a good guy, and uh, I'm sure his brother's going to be good. Good, but but for, if you look at him. And I'm just going by. I don't want to offend anybody. I'm not trying to offend Cody. If we just, if you're looking at, just looks like even before he opens his mouth, he looks like a douchebag. And I'm, I'm not saying that's that that's what he could be. He'll probably be the exact opposite. But if we, if we just going by looks alone, it's just like, oh, come on. and then reading a the little script. Come on, dude, like total douchebag. But, but I'm sure he's gonna, he's, he's gonna be good. So I, I, I'm all about the siblings, and I, I, I hope he goes far. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Jeff asked each one of them the same question. Would you rather be hated by America and win the money or be loved by America and not win? And he said he'd rather win the money and be hated by America. Um, The most difficult thing about going in the house, he said, was being away from his family and his business. Um. His favorite house guest was Cody, of course. <laughs> and what he wanted to bring into the house, he said, was a toothbrush, toothpaste, and mouthwash because it would be impossible to have a great social game with rancid breath. Uh, that's true. <laughs> he, he's, he's funny. And, and, and you know what? I like the part that he, how he says that he'd rather win the money and be hated by America because if we, if, we, if we rewind – Back to Cody's season, you know, in the final three, it was Derek, Cody, and Victoria. 
and and the last Cody won the last HOH. If it was me, I would have bounced Derek and said, "Hey, look, man, I, 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 you know, I'm here to win this money, and I want to change my life too." And America would have hated him for that, but uh, he would have right. been a, a half, a half million dollars rich. Yeah, he, he played. Right, he played exactly. like that, that, was, that was terrible. That was terrible. I, I, I was just told Derek, like, look here, man, it's, it's, you got to go. Like, yeah, you, we, we got all the way here, but it's time for me to bounce you. Like, you got to go. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and he would have won. He, You're yes, right. He would have won. It's just like I was so ticked off, like, when he did it. I'm like, dude, come on. I, it's like, I, you, I, I, I want to change my life. Derek. You just handed yeah, Derek a half mil. Yeah. Yep. And then, yeah, like, oh, you, we we gonna be brothers after this? Absolutely, we could still be brothers after this too. But you gotta go. <laughs> That's what I was. Yep. <laughs> You'll forgive me after I win the half mil. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And then if you if you don't, the I don't next... care because I still want a half mil. <laughs> yep. The next is Zakira Everett, 24, from Charlotte, North Carolina. She's a preschool teacher. Her three words to describe herself is charming, bouncy, and ambitious. Um, her favorite things to do are dancing, modeling, cooking, eating, um, any form of designing or creating. Her life's motto is you only live once. She has watched BB since season three. And she is single and she's ready for a showmance. Um... Her strategy is to go in, be real, and actually play the game. And she said she will use her looks and flirt in the house. She said she will um, manipulate. She said her downfall might be her mouth. She's hoping that there are no twins and no one from back home surprising her in the Big Brother house. And now, which girl is this now? This is Zakia. Oh, the black girl, right? Yeah. Is that, is that, and, yeah okay. Well, uh, yeah, we we see how far they get in the in the game, and and <laughs> let's 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 rewind to season twelve. They had the one black model, Monet. She was bounced after the, after the second the second uh, you know, the second competition. She won ten thousand dollars though. Then you think back to season thirteen, Kalia. She made it all. She made it pretty far though. But but all she did was just float, float her way to the game. Then they had Devon last year. Uh, she was bounced after the you know the, the she thinks she was the third person. Or, no, she was the second person uh, evicted uh, because she runs her mouth too much. But this this girl here, she might actually make it pretty far. She doesn't. And during her interview, she didn't seem like to have that uh, black sister attitude. So she might uh she might make it pretty far. She seems like a really sweet girl. Um, yeah, she did. She seems very she close to did. her mom. And uh, the thing she said, they asked, what what would you like to take in the house with you? She said her beauty essentials, since she has to maintain her look, and her charm bracelet to keep her mom close to her heart, and her workout gear because being fit is life. And, That's a lifestyle. That's a um, Hashtag. She's a teacher and also a student, so she still she still got herself in school, even though she's a preschool te- a teacher. So, you know, she's 
she's really got it going on. She said the most difficult thing about being in the house is not keeping up with the celebrity drama and not talking Uh-oh. to her mom. So, oh, so she is drama. Oh, she likes the celebrity drama. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm not. I'm not too. I'll just be honest. I'm not too excited about her. Next, what about you, Calvin? What you <laughs> What you think? <laughs> Cowboy. Yeah, I'm here. You here? What do you think? Yeah, what do you think? You know, the thing is, is, you know, obviously not my top five picks by any means. You know, right. and, and, and I feel like production, you know, by just looking at some of these people, um, it's all about themselves. And, you know, it's hard for me to watch somebody like that. So I'm I'm curious to see what time uh, what it's going to turn into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, same same here. I, I was when I before I went to the house, guys. I was I was a total super fan. So I watched the game. I knew the game. I I knew the players. I was there to play. And you know, it's I, I and I appreciate it. But like you just said, cowboy people like those people who seem like to be in themselves. It's like. You know that 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 they're they're they ain't gonna do nothing but piss somebody like me off because it's just like they yeah. cast you, they they're casting you and they could I could have made the black person quota and you know and made this game a game, but we got you who's gonna be in the mirror doing your hair and you know going to be doing your makeup and yeah hey man I'm glad you fit because I mean I'm same same thing that's all well and good too but what do you know about the game how are you how are you gonna how how are you gonna you know, make make noise when you're in that house, or or is this gonna be another person just gonna be laying in the bed for nine weeks and then <laughs> sleeping and then, finally, <laughs> and then finally decide to play like like that that people like that tick me off because cowboy we could be in the house versus that person or you know somebody else like it, it just makes no sense but that's I'm just ranting. Well, you it know makes the thing me so mad when. Go ahead, cowboy. Go ahead, Terry. No, I can finish. Yeah, it. go ahead. Go ahead. When they choose people who know nothing about Big Brother and they get in there and they go, now how does the POV work? And there's been thousands of people all across America who have been standing in casting lines begging to get on the show year after year after year, sending in videotapes, and who are super fans who's watched, you know, dedicated, you know, themselves three months out of the year, year after year watching the show and love the show and want to get on. And they go and pluck somebody out of a bar who knows nothing about Big Brother and gets on the yeah. show and goes, now how does the POV work? Yeah, scratching your ears. Yeah, no, I, I just want to pull my hair out. You know, why yeah, are they see, there? Yeah. You know, you know, and, and that's, that's how that's how we feel. I mean, it's just it makes no sense. I, I, I'm clueless. Like sometimes, like how do it's like you said, it's like they're going to bar, they're going to basketball games, they're they're looking. They're going down to the beach and finding these people. Like seriously, like it's not about what a person looks like. That's that's it's over for that. It's it's, but it's over. Still I, is. I, Obviously, it, it, it yes, it, yeah, it, and, it's, it, 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 and and a person like me is going to be offended. I'm I'm just going to tell you, period, point blank. Yes, I, I when I got cast, I felt I fit every single category. I was good looking. I was a super fan. I knew the game. You know, so you just can't. I was African American, like. Keith, we want you. We want to cast you, you know, and that's what happened. And then you got then you get people who, like you said, are sitting at basketball games or their model their their modeling managers called call them and said go down to the open call because I know 
the casting director, and, and he, he's going to get you in front of the, who you need to see. Yeah. Or they just happen to be sitting in a bar one night, and somebody goes, would you like to be on Big Brother? Right. You know? <laughs> but they don't, you know, they get, by the time they get in the house, they've only watched, you know, one and a half yeah. seasons, and they forget how a POV or don't even know how how a POV works. Don't, they don't know how it works. And then if you if right. you if you watch these last few seasons when they had this battle of the blocks and they have this and they have that, they didn't have that stuff in season seven. They didn't have it in season eight. You know, so it's just like you don't, those people don't know. They, they you almost have to watch watch it from the you you almost have to be a super fan to appreciate it like like that, or you know have watched it. It's just aggravating as a you know a fan to see some of these people go in there and know absolutely nothing about the game and realize how many people have stood in line year after year after year, you know, countless hours have put so much time and effort into it, and yet they pull people who know nothing about the game. And, you know, like somebody just said in the chat room, it's not their fault. We can't blame them because... If somebody, you know, asks anybody, you know, would you like to be on a TV show, they're not going to say no. So it's not their fault. But yeah, but it's production needs to understand that that's not who we want to see on the show. You know exactly, and then and stop lying and, and, and saying that we. And stop lying and saying this is what America wants. Absolutely, <laughs> that's not what America wants. Yeah. What you production team wants? Like stop lying. All right. Okay, Cowboy. What were what were you gonna say? Actually, the same thing you actually said. We we were thinking just alike. Okay. Well, I'll go ahead and move on then. Um, the next person is Glenn Garcia. He age fifty from Bronx, New York. He is a mobile dog groomer, but he is a, also a former police detective. Now, is you guys were talking about his. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, you guys were talking about his physique earlier, and the three words he used for himself is small, big, and great. He is short. He is a little overweight. But to be a former police detective, he had to have been in shape, at least somewhat, because they don't let you be a police detective and not be able, you know, not work out and and he's been eating dog biscuit. (laughs) (laughs) It says says former, so it's former, so he no longer needs to be in shape. (laughs) That's true too, but um. He does have uh, a nine-year-old daughter, and okay. his favorite activities are playing with his daughter, deep-sea fishing, and traveling. His motto is, live each day like it's your last, because one day it will be. Um, he is engaged. He has a fiancé, and... His fiance knows that he might flirt in the house. Uh, he says he is a chameleon and can blend in with a lot of different people. His downfall might be his mouth 
because he is from the Bronx, and he said some people might push his buttons. Um, so we'll see how that goes for him. Um, well, well, I see where Big Brother was going with this one. He clearly, he clearly is the the token old person who never who never wins role. That's 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 the that's the role he's playing. Um, you know, I could I could see them calling him Buddha though. I think that's going to be his nickname through the season. It's going to be Buddha. <laughs> he, 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 I don't know. He, like, if if he says he has mouth on him and stuff, he's going to scare everybody. So he'll 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 he won't last long, unless he could like be low key like Derek was. Derek was a police officer, a detective, and he was so low key and he used his police skills to you know to gain the confidence, gain the trust of everybody and. I like Derek. I love I love Derek in in in, in the season. I mean, he never never uh, never uh, nominated, and, and he, he's his his he 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 used his police smarts. He used all of that to to make it as far as he did. But but I don't don't see this guy do, be, doing being the same way because this guy already said he has a mouth on him and people's gonna push his button. And you, you know the people from the Bronx look at look at um. The, the final three in season fifteen. That what was the blonde girl named? The, 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 she was the final two. Uh, she was sitting up against, with, next to Andy. She was she was from the Andy one, and she was second. Jenna, Jenna, what was her name? Jenna Lee or Jenna? In season fifteen, guys. Jenna Marie. Jenna um, Marie. Yes, she was from the Bronx too. And she had a mouth on her, but she she uh, she made it pretty far. But this guy, and she's a girl, so no, you know she she's she ain't no ain't gonna be nowhere near like. How he's gonna be if if he gets mouthy and, and loud like he says he's gonna be gone. We'll see if he can hold that mouth or yeah, not. Yeah, um, it's closed. You yeah. know, hey, yeah. I want to break <laughs> in because I, I I see the chat room talking about crazy James and everything, and uh, Jason saying make sure you turn the safe search off. Oh my gosh, she. Oh my gosh, Leah. Just so you know, I'm going to just straight up tell you because they're setting you up for failure. He did porn. Yes. Yeah, he did hardcore porn. And Crazy James. Which one? Was, the top or Crazy James? No, no, Crazy James. They're talking about, she was asking who James was, and they oh. were talking about Crazy James. And uh, he's crazy. He, he uh, I remember uh, he was dating, oh, was it, oh, my gosh, Chelsea, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, when they yeah. got out of the house, she realized that he did uh, porn, and I think he also did gay porn. She, porn I think yeah. she ended up, she ended up um, breaking up with him. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's, I, I, you know, I tell you what, Keith, it's it's awesome to literally watch the chat room and see, you know, Leah uh, Williams. Uh, I believe I've met her once. Uh, she was saying that you're cracking her up. She's enjoying uh, you uh, on the show, and we <laughs> are comments. too. So, yeah, the comments <laughs> are just amazing. Every once in a while, I'll pull up the chat room just so I can, you know, see it. But, you know, used to, uh, Cherry did that, but she's got a lot on her plate. So I thought I'd pull up the chat room and be able to look in and see who's uh, I'm making comments. Oh, I know you I'm are. I see you every once in a while type in. <laughs> um, the one they asked him what he would like to take into the house, and he said his iPod because music soothes the soul, clippers to shave my head, 
and keep me looking good and pictures of my baby girl to keep my heart filled with joy. Oh, on Glenn Garcia. Oh, yeah. Oh, geez. Okay. And I, and I, I, okay. Natalie Negrotti, 26 from, and I, I can't even say this. It's Caracas, somewhere South America. Oh, yeah. And. Yes, this is the one yeah, but, she, yeah. but I don't think she knows. The, I don't think she knows the game, though. I, I think they. I think they cast her because she looks good. And right. uh, but I could be wrong. I, I, I hope. I hope. I hope that I'm wrong because this is here's another one. This is going to be in the mirror, laying around, or doing, you know, absolutely nothing, and, and make it make it as far as they need to make it. So uh, I, I don't know. She looks good. Her three words but I, were altruistic, athletic, and beautiful. Now, they asked for favorite activities, and this girl gave the longest list of favorite activities. Here we go. Painting, cooking, baking, eating, napping, shopping, online shopping, doing makeup, doing hair, tanning, pageants, dancing, going on dates, (laughs) playing with puppies, looking at puppy videos on Instagram, and online party planning, decorating, having tea time, getting dressed up, doing my nails, and bargain shopping. Having sex, shoveling snow, cutting the grass. Uh, hey, hey, wax tea? on. No, wax I, on, I, I wax take on. it back. This, 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 is, my car. This, is, this is your woman. This is who you've been looking for for a long time, Keith. So start looking for a ring, and we're going to go we to know the you finale. Like tea time you're not supposed to her. Yeah, he likes to eat on food. <laughs> <laughs> they'll, they'll, be, they'll, they'll live uh, ever, uh, ever after. Yeah, Absolutely. Wow. This is very interesting. Her life motto is um, work hard, play harder. Mm. And she's a nonprofit event coordinator. Um, Work hard, play hard, wow. And glitter. <clears throat> she doesn't watch much TV. Imagine that. But she used to watch Big Brother. Uh-oh. Used to. Used to. Used to. That means she never did. Oh, no, I'm like, sorry. Her, her aunt used to watch TV. I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that. Her aunt used to watch Big Brother. See, another one. See, guys, another one who don't know nothing about the game. She never watched the game. But she's hot, though. She wants an all-girl alliance. Uh-oh. Oh, really yeah. nice you know, you know she, you know she never watched it. You know she never watched it. Because <laughs> there's Who never are? ever been an all girl alliance that's ever worked out in Big Brother. Yeah, <laughs> and we all know that. Let's go back. You to know why? It's always cat fights. Yeah, yeah, girls can't get along. In season, what is it? Season 16 was it where they, where they tried to all start like like Joey tried to start that all girl alliance and. 
and uh, they ended up bouncing her. She they bounced her the first. She was the first one gone. Now, yeah, they don't, yeah, she never this, watched the show, guys. This is the funny thing about her. In the beginning of her strategy, she talks about having a all-girl alliance, and it being a, a really nice all-girl alliance. But then, later on, she talks about bringing guys in because everybody's going to want to be in an alliance with her. <laughs> oh, here we go. The, the so, bomb squad number two where they have ten people in the alliance. You saw how well that was. <laughs> yeah, let's bring her in. Yeah, let's bring him in. No, yeah, let's bring him in because he wears Nikes. Let's bring him in because he wears the pink Converse. Like, come on, dude. Like, no, that's those those you know multiple multi cast alliance doesn't work. She says, "Yes, I'm super girly and athletic, and will fake everyone out with my kindness. I'll act very innocent, stay low key for the first week, and won't win the first challenge. Then I will start showing I'm powerful. I'm a powerful force, not to be messed with. I will have an alliance with only three women." Because women suck at this game, and I was an NFL cheerleader for the New York Jets and know how to deal with large groups of women. <laughs> I will also okay, uh, add men to our. I will also add men to our <laughs> alliance, and since everyone will want to be in an alliance with me, right, I'm very kind, but I'm very tough. Because I was a New York Jets cheerleader, and I did all the dude, and I did all the football players. So that now. Everyone will be able, now. I know how to get guys in the the, the alliance. Come on, ladies. Candace was a, Candace was an NFL cheerleader with the Houston Texans. It didn't take her anywhere. She's in fifteen. Like she could have left says, that but out. But I'm very tough and have street smarts because I was raised by a single mother. I've had to work my whole life and help my mom pay her bills when I was in high school. People won't expect how much adversity I faced and how tough I am because I'm so pretty. <laughs> Okay, she paid the phone oh bill. She paid the cable you know, and she paid her cell phone. So now that makes her tough. Okay. Hey Keith, I, I, so they want yeah. they want us to call you out. So would you put her in your Keith's Angels? Because yeah, you know, talking about all girls alive. Yeah. yeah th- somebody, Angel. somebody remembered that. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I. I, uh, I. I probably would. Like I said, because she's gorgeous, and uh, girls <laughs> are. You know, like my whole thought process with Keith Angels was to get an alliance with all girls. Like it would be myself and then three girls, and then within those within the alliance, I'd, I'd have a show, man. But then I, I would also control the girls and have them, you know, doing all of the, you the know, dirty work. Yes, doing the dirty work with with, with the guys and and that it, it, on paper it worked. It made the, as much sense in the world. But when I got into the house. It just it just blew up in my face. So so, so yeah. would you do Keith Alliance uh, Angels again Angels. if you were uh, back in the house? Yeah, man, because it's it's a it's a, it, but then it's but it's a it's, it's a it's a list of girls who who need to be angels, man. And we can go we we can go we can go we can go down the list, man. You got Amber in season sixteen. You got Caitlin in season fifteen. You got Amanda in season fifteen. You got you know Alyssa season fifteen. It's just so many. Like I, I can't even put them in order. Cassie from my season. It, it, it's so many gorgeous big brother women, and, and if Jen season eight, I can just go right. I can go down the list about who 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 I would definitely love to to make angels. Um, 
you know, so absolutely, I, I would do it again if, in, in a heartbeat if I if I could make it work. Well, Jason thinks that we will see Victor's Angels, and I have to almost agree with uh, Jason <laughs> um, because, I mean, he's a big flirt. So I could see we could see Victor uh, trying to get with all the ladies. <laughs> yeah. I hope they don't creep him out. Like, you, they're going to be like, you like, you like my granddad, grandpa, dude. Don't, like, get away. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, speaking of Victor, we have Victor Arroyo, 25, from Slidell, Louisiana. He's a gym manager. His three words are smart, sexy, and fit. His favorite activities are working out, playing soccer, and taking trips with his friends. Um, the things he loves to do Bye. are... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think well, she has a visitor. She said basically those now. are the things he loves to do, but more than that, I love women. I'm always looking for the next girl to talk to, and I'm never satisfied with what I have. I'm always wow. wanting more. That's a terrible wow. thing to put out there. <laughs> right away, right. It every is. girl, he, every girl he ever is going to date is going to read that and know that he said that. Yeah, it's crazy. I, 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 that's what I said. Like I, I said, I love women. Two things I love I, more than anything. I love Jesus and I love women. And you see how far it took me. Like it, it, it got me cast for the show, but in the house, it just, it, 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 it that doesn't it's work, flops. man. You can't. Yeah, it flops. You, you can't do. You can't be like that. Like you, like, like, like you can't. Like they'll, they'll play all into that, and it's just, I don't know. He can't. He, he clearly he hasn't seen the show. There's another one. He, he hasn't watched the show to, to know right. that. That doesn't that, that that attitude doesn't work. His motto well, is get my money, develop my body, and get women. That's his motto. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I hope he's yeah. the first. You know what? My prediction is he's the first one out of the house. <laughs> yeah, because he's gonna be a freaking creeper like a pervert. Yeah. You know, so yeah. so it's like it's like and the, and the, the they're they're gonna pick up on that. So it's like no. Oh uh, yeah, he's gonna he 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 needs to go first. Like, Right. Well, Cherry's got to move on because we're we're running short. So, Cherry, who's the next one? I'm going to tell you, he has one of the things he wanted to take in the house with him was his condoms, right? Ernie from Sesame Street because he said he's had it since he was a child. So he's going to miss his Ernie. You you see, that's that's a creeper right there. He's gonna he's gonna if if he brings that in there and then starts talking about. He likes women. Like, are you think? What do you think? Some, uh, I'm gonna think pedophile. Like, like, what are you doing, dude? You know what? You know, you know, you know. I don't have it now, but my mother. I remember we had Bert and Ernie, and my brother, my brother had Ernie, and I had Bert, and uh, I remember those very vaguely. And you know, I wish we still had them because those dolls yeah. would probably wor- be worth some money. Yeah, but you, but you ain't yeah. talking about you love women, cowboy. You're not talking like that. You you're not talking about oh I love women and I love, but but you have Bert and Ernie. Now see, you know you remember Adam Pop was like oh I love rock and roll, heavy metal, bacon, but then I love Tory Spelling. That made sense. Okay, not not like not not like I love women, but then I love Elmo. Like that's that's like pedophilia. Hey, 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 I, I have Elmo, and uh, it gets tickled every once in a while. Yeah, yes, but <laughs> but, 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 but once again, right, you're not talking about you love women. 
Oh, oh, okay, we have Bridget Dunning. Bridget Dunning, 24, hometown of Fresno, California, currently living in Ventura, California, and she is a traveling ER nurse. Her three so words to describe herself as optimistic, energetic, and awesome. And yeah. she loves to practice yoga, run, bake, read sci-fi books, and go out with friends and go to comedy shows. She's Her a motto is too. follow your heart. Yes, she is. And I think she's going to do well. Yeah, I do too. Uh, Cheryl, that's she chose her and her picks. Uh, you know, I I feel like she giggles a lot, but uh, you know, I think she's I think she's going to do well. I think that um, she's very intelligent. Uh, what it seems, uh, what I'm worried about, she does have a boyfriend, and you know, the thing is, is Sometimes, like, when you go on to a reality show, it kind of changes you. You don't think it's going to change you. I just really hope that, you know, prime example, Christina. Christina, I mean, she's still yeah, with Christina, her husband. Yeah. She's still yeah. with her I husband, knew, and it, I knew they were able to overcome it. Mm-hmm. I, I, think, I agree yeah. with you, God. I think she can do well. She, she seems very friendly, like, easy going. To the, people are going to be drawn to her. Like, she, she won't be a threat. She'll be fine. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Terry, that was the last one, correct? No, no, not at all. Oh, we have okay. jo- Jose Flores, 25, from Bridgeton. He originated from Bridgeton, New Jersey. Currently lives in Los Angeles, California. His occupation is a celebrity makeup artist. Yeah. Now, they this, asked this for three adjectives. Me. They asked for three adjectives that describe you, and he gave funny, outgoing, creative strategist, and a visual genius. I think that's yeah, a little I, more than three. I, I think that he reminds me, and I have not seen him. This is just my first impression. He is a Luan. If, I'm, I'm curious to see if he reminds me of Luan watching him, and I can't wait to watch him on Wednesday to see because it's too early, but by just seeing him and hearing everything, he, he kind of reminds me of Luan, but uh, I could be totally off, and I might say, yep, I put my foot in my mouth on Thursday, but uh, I, I kind of think that, you know, that's who they were trying to uh, create, and let's see if they came close. But what? But what about what about Frankie though? Because he's he's a, the, the guy said he's a celebrity. Uh, he does celebrity makeup for, for, for celebs, so he might be all caught up in that that same field like Frankie. Oh, absolutely. His, uh, I didn't his think about that. So guess was Frankie Grande. Yep. There you go. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You're you're absolutely right. I mean, I, I totally forgot about Frankie, but. I yeah, think right so, away when he starts talking about he's a, he's into the celebrity uh celebrity drama celebrity gossip he does makeup totally total total media guys totally totally Frankie right right next we have Tiffany Russo age thirty two from West Palm Beach her hometown is West Palm Beach Florida she's um, currently living in Palm Beach Gardens Florida she's a high school teacher her three words are passionate smart and sincere she. 
is the sister. Yep, of, 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 of uh, Vanessa. 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 She's my pick to go all the way. You you you, you don't even have to read anymore. She 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 knows the game. <laughs> she you know she watches the game. She got she fly like her sister. She's beautiful. She's a school teacher, so she can get along with everybody. Uh, she's gonna go far. Well, you know, I love this her is the thing, This is the thing, and I, I I think she's beautiful. I think she's a great woman. But I will say this on there: she is one of my picks. But it is not fair to bring a sibling that knows the game like Vanessa and Cody. It is not fair. I will say yeah, that because you know because not only you know if you're the other players, you're up against production, you're up against them, you're up against America. And yeah. it's going to be a hard game this year knowing that. And what people don't understand is it's a tough game. People think you're just playing against the players, but you're not. You're up against production. You're up against America. And, yeah. you know, I I do have both of them on my picks because I'm showing loyalty. Uh, and I think they are both great. You know, I, I think that, you know, by seeing them, I think they're going to both be strong. Uh, I think that they're going to align together. I think they're going to work together because the back of my mind, I'm thinking, has she met him already, you know, in the everyday world? And, you know, we don't know that answer, but we will hopefully soon find out. And it could be that they have met each other. If they've met each other, they're already going to be in an alliance together. Yeah. Uh, an alliance or a show, man. <laughs> she says, um, they asked, like what do you think will be the most difficult part about living inside the Big Brother house? And she says, staying focused and positive. It seems like a lot of past house guests start getting paranoid, and that seems to be their downfall. Every moment in the house is a chance to turn it all around. It's like living a fairy tale. Living in a fairy tale book, you're creating yourself, and I think that's really cool. She um, knows the game. That's I, I respect. Man. If she goes in with that attitude, I think she'll she'll go far. She said her favorite Big Brother cast member. She didn't say her sister, which I thought was interesting. She said Janelle because she was a, a competition beast and was also very smart. She played social when she had to. She pulled out the competition wins when she had to. And she She's was about, also very likable in general. Who did she say? Janelle or Rachel? Janelle. Janelle, okay. I love Janelle, too. Yeah, that's one of my favorites. Janelle's a bomb. So she said that her strategy is planning on integrating three key facets into her game. She wants to build a rapport with everyone, be social, and have one person she can trust until the end. She wants to make people feel like I'm on their side, and she hopes to be great at competitions when needed. It's all about timing, and you don't want to come out with guns blazing. So I think she's going to be good. I really like her. We need to... Keep it, keep it moving. So I'm going to go ahead and go on to Corey Brooks is next up, age 25, hometown Dallas, Texas, occupation baseball coach. Um, 
His three words are extraordinary, passionate, capable. <laughs> um, he loves to travel. Recently went to San Francisco to watch his best friend Ross Stripling make his MLB debut for the L.A. Dodgers. Um, oh, wow. His life motto is, life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Or it's gone. Um, that's the one, Cowboy, you said something about earlier. Yeah, the, the one that he said, we say he may be, he may have ties to Clay, Clay, uh, Clay Honey. Yeah. They're, they're oh, that's right, right. that's right. Yeah, but you know what, though? He, it just come out on, uh, he just got exposed on on uh, on the blogs of uh, being a, making anti-gay uh, slurs. Using the, using the, oh, the he's F-word the one, he refer- yes. He's the one, yeah, you using the F word when he refers to uh, homosexuals and and uh, oh, wow. crazy things like yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna let it out. He 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 does he he he's done that. But I mean, you know, people, if if, if he gets the the type of persona, because it, it's it's other it's other Big Brother guests who've done the same things, but America still loves them. Like like Jeff did that in my season. He went on a rant, and then he still went on to one America's favorite player. But flip the script. Had that would have been me. And they're in there going on a rant and a tangent, you know, talking like that. They've been like, "Get his black ass out of there." He, he's a he's a racist. He's he claimed to be a preacher and he's this and that. They they I, they would have they would have nailed me to the cross. But when Jeff did it, it was okay, and he won the America's Slayer. So it, it 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 just it just depends on who you are. Like like that that might not even affect his game. Like 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 people America won't even won't even crucify him for that. Right. So you know, prime example is uh, Aaron Grimm's, uh just oh. had a baby. And, you know, Cheryl's like, you know, Harley, no one has talked about it because she's, like, forgotten. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that, it, 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 it's early, and, and that's what they say. And they, they, they said that this guy is, is – he may get anti-gay uh, slurs. And, I mean, hey, to each his own, if that's how he is. If, if that's how he really is, it'll come out just like it did in season 15. Like, when they ca- – they were like, what are you doing? They, they cast all these people – all those people who made it, who went crazy in that house, that's how they really are. So that's 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 you know you you, you might you may be able to fool production or fool casting when you when you go through the, the ten interviews or whatever. But when you're in that house for a hundred days, your your true self is going to come out. So if if he if he's like that, it's going to come out. Believe me, America's going to see it. And then and then on the on the on the flip side, America might not even care. Like I said, Jeff did the same thing, and he went on and won America's Player. And then now he's like the the, the the lead host of every Big Brother on online media. So, you know, it just depends on who you are. That's crazy. It, wow. It, 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 it's very crazy. It's just like it, it, people people don't notice those things. And you're not like Dan. I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna say I'm gonna bring up another another um, another person. Dan who ended up winning. He finished. He won season ten, and he finished second in season fourteen. Uh, was a Catholic, but in the house he told all kinds of lies and swore on the Bible and did. Uh, and America loves him. Now, you, right. now when I was in the house, they, and, and I start, and I start talking about women's uh, boobs and and Jordan song and porches and breast implants, I was like the worst church person in the world. But Dan <laughs> went on and lied on the Bible and, 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 you know, and did everything against his, his his Christian faith. But America loved it, so it's just like depends on who you are. And, and and Howard, same thing with Howard. He was a he was a Christian, and he was he could come from could come from the same background like me. And when he started lying, America hated him. Like he he's supposed to be a a church guy. Why is he talking like this? But 
Remember, Dan did all of that stuff, and he was a church guy too. And America loved it; they forgave him. It was, he, he, right. was, he was it was just part of his game. Yeah, it's it's weird. I don't how, understand. Like, season is different, and you know it's it's how, who you have in the house that responds to it and makes awareness to it, and yep. you know it's just it's weird because it's just how it's just playing the lottery of who your uh, teammates is going to be and how someone, you know, blows something up. Yeah. You know, my my yeah. biggest thing was Marvin blew everything up out of portion. And, you, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, on national TV, yeah, he called me a lying racist or a racist liar. And, um, you know, and I, I told Keith this. I said, you know, what I should have done was say, I'm not racist. Are you the racist? And, you know, the thing is, is more I get older, I think of some what, more wise things I should have said um, towards the jury members. And, you know, sometimes it's just the way that you talk to the jury members. And prime example, Dr. Will Kirby didn't win a single HOH and win a half a million dollars. That's what's yeah. so yeah. crazy about Big Brother. You never know until yep. it happens. But I'm yeah. excited. It's all about Thank you so much. Yep. Absolutely, Jerry. Two more people. We've got two more people to do. Do you want me to go ahead and finish them up? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Just uh, do back and back, and we'll talk about them real quick. Okay, Michelle Meyer, Washington Township, uh, Michigan. She's the one that looks like Nicole. She's a nutritionist. Uh, she likes to cook and read um, and watch live feeds, um, research nutrition, her life motto is be underestimated. She wants to be smarter than people think she is. Um, and I'll just go ahead. I won't go too far into her bio. Um, I'll go ahead to the next one. And that is Paul Abraham, Abraham, Abraham. And he is 23 from Tarzana, California. He's a clothing designer. His three words to describe himself are honest, spontaneous, and energetic. Um, he says he loves to play music, so a jam session is always good. He loves going to shows and concerts uh, for the crowd surfing, mosh pits, stage diving, and all that fun stuff. So he sounds like a real headbanger. Um, Absolutely. He likes, he likes traveling, hiking, sightseeing, and... Uh, all kinds of outdoors kind of things. He likes being out in the woods and mountains. He's a thrill seeker. So anything that can fuel that. Um, his model reminds me of Adam Levine. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I, I, I think he'll. I, I, I like the, the first girl you just talked about. First one looks like Nicole. I think she'll be fine in the house. She won't. She won't be a threat. Uh, they'll, they'll, everybody will like her. She'll, she, she'll go far if she, she plays the cards right. And this last guy, uh, and I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm looking. I'm, I'm feeling Evil Dick. I'm feeling Adam Pond. I, I mean, it's just right. it's different. Yeah, I mean, he, he's, he's, he's already going to be stereotyped. Like right when you get in the door, he's going to be the one that they, that they think is going to just going to be all evil and, have, and just be. Have, 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 
have an evil dick attitude. That's he's, he's already going to be placed like that. So if he's not like that, if he's the exact opposite, he needs to let him know up front, right up, right up front. You got, he got to be the nice guy. He can't be like an a hole or anything like that, or his his goose is going to be cooked. Absolutely. So Terry, out of this group, real quick, who's your top three? Who are you choosing? Just first impression of bios and what we've talked about tonight. Well, my first pick, and I didn't think I was going <clears> to, <throat> excuse me, be this way, but I really do like Tiffany Russo. Um, yeah, even though she is, I think, going to have some favoritism, like you said, uh, by being Vanessa's sister, I really like her as an individual. My second one is Bridget. I really like Bridget. Um, I think she is just bubbly and fun, and I think she's she's going to to surprise people with her her intelligence. And I hope she goes far. Um, my third one is a little more difficult, and. <coughs> I think I'm probably going to go with um, Michelle Meyer. Yeah. I like uh, Tiffany. I like Tiffany Russo. I like Tiffany Russo. I like Michelle Meyer, and I like uh, you know Paulie from Cody's brother, uh, because I know those two. Those two know the game. And uh, and Michelle, she's just cute. So I mean, she she if, if she plays her cards right, she can go far. But then you got you know what the other dynamics are going to be, guys. Though the, 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 the dynamics of the extract is going to be whoever the four returning players are. Right. That's what's gonna, that's what's going to make the, the difference. Right. Absolutely. Well, my you know I I'm rooting for Tiffany, and I'm also rooting for Polly. You know, I. My third pick was the guy from Dallas, but I'll be honest with you, I don't, I don't go along with you know the racist comments very well or anything like that. So to okay. me, it's hard for me to pick him because I don't represent that. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm probably I'm probably gonna have to go with Bridget. I really feel like that she's gonna be very bubbly and uh, inner, you know, energetic. And be able to have a social game, uh, social game because she is a flight attendant. So I guess that's who I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with them three. And Cheryl's writing her three down right now. And Cheryl picks Bridget, Polly, and she would pick Bronte. Oh my gosh. Oh, what is your reason? She said, oh. She thinks that Bronte is going to have an amazing diary room, just like I did, and there's going to be a lot of editing and funnies, and, you know, she just, I guess she reminds her of me, and so she thinks that she's picking her because of great diary, and believe me, I guess she probably is. I mean, it's going to be bubbly for sure. Great, great, and the good diary can get you pretty far too. Good, good diary room can get you pretty far. Look at Amanda in season fifteen. Um, the girl in season, the one who played twice in season fourteen, season fourteen and season twelve, Brittany. 
Like she had amazing dining rooms, and they made pretty, both made pretty far in that season. Right. Well, Cheryl, I, I thought she said Polly, but it was actually Paul. She went with Paul because she feels like he's going to start uh, stir things up. She thinks that he's going to go in being like an Adam Pock and be aggressive and, you know, I love bacon type of guy. So, um, you know, I, I don't know. He reminds me of Adam Levine and, you know, his passion for music. It kind of comes together. So I'm curious to see uh, on Wednesday of how it all comes together and then regrouping with the um, – Rad Reality Show family on Thursday, and I am working on some great guests this uh, summer. I've already started shooting texts. Um, no response yet, but uh, I will do my best uh, this season if I've got to pull teeth to get uh, Cody and Vanessa on our show. I've got both of their numbers, and so believe me, I've already shot text messages to both of them. <laughs> And hopefully uh, in this season we will be able to bring one of them on at least for you guys. No promises, but uh, we usually bring some amazing guests. Like we brought Keith on tonight. Keith, it's always a pleasure talking to you, brother. Uh, You are a dear friend of mine, and uh, it's always a pleasure to talk to you, brother, because you know your facts, you know what's going on, and you love this game as much as I do. And I really hope you get that second chance into the Big Brother house, and I hope to bring you on again uh, this season of um, the Rad Reality Show and be able to uh, talk who you are rooting for at that point. Maybe we'll do it in two or three weeks, and you can come on and say, oh, yeah, we were all wrong, or wow, this is a great season, or, you know, I love doing that. So, uh, again, Keith, thank you so much. And I do wish you the best of luck in your everyday life. I know that you are a busy man and you took some time to be a part of this. So I do appreciate it, sir. Absolutely, sir. Nothing but love, man. You know I love you, man. And I, I was a fan from, from day one when I in the season. So you, you're always going to be good with me. And hopefully you get another chance as well. Thank you, God, for having me on the show. And I definitely would love to come back again. It's always Great. a pleasure. Well, Absolutely. Well, Keith, you have a good night. We do appreciate it and cannot wait to have you on in a, uh, two or three weeks to figure out uh, what you think about the season and the new twist and talk about the returning players because that's what we're wondering who they are going to be. So it's going to be interesting. So, Keith, thank you so much and uh, talk to you soon, brother. Yeah, expect the unexpected. Good night, guys. Good night, bye-bye. Good night, hon. Take care. Well, Thanks for coming on. What what a great show tonight. Uh, Keith is just an amazing person uh, in and out. I've got to know him uh, for him, and it's just he's just an amazing person. Stays busy uh, just like I do, but uh, uh, it's just, you know, we love Big Brother, and so it's just great to have him on to talk about that. And so next Thursday, Cherry, we'll come together at 9 o'clock Central Time, where our times do change so we can talk about uh, the show after it comes on for us and be able to talk about Big Brother 18 Watts Fresh. Um, I do 
you know, I came up with this, you know, when I shot Vanessa a text message, um, you know, we might have to work something out because you've got to know that she's on Vegas time. And so we, we run into that every once in a while where um, time zones uh, comes into a factor to the show. So we will keep you all posted uh, when that happens. And, you know, because obviously I would want her to be able to watch the show and come on at 10 o'clock and be able to uh, talk about her sister and, you know, uh, Big Brother. She may not do it, but, uh, you know, I'm hoping she does. And uh, she does very well with responding to my text messages. So I hope I get a response, and hopefully we can have her on. I think that would be probably a highlight of the show if we got Vanessa on the Rad Reality Show. What do you say, Cherry? That would be incredible to have her come on. Absolutely. That would really, really be incredible. We're down to two yeah. minutes, um, so I want to just remind everybody to join us for Manic Monday Show with Michelle Costa. Um, she's going to have a wonderful guest on from Big Brother Canada 4 this Monday. Um And now the name has escaped me. Um, it's right on the tip of my tongue. Jason, do you remember? Um, it starts with a C, and I just can't say the name. Um, from the Big Brother Canada Four. Uh, <laughs> <No>. Cameron. <laughs> Cassandra. Cassandra oh. from Big Brother Canada 4 is going to be on. And she is so much fun. And to have her and Michelle together is going to be a great show. So make sure you're here for that at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central. And then back here again next week, remember that our times change back to 10 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central. I'm going to close the show with Ron, as we always do. Cowboy, thank you so much for coming back and doing another season with us, and thank you for bringing on such a wonderful guest with Keith Henderson tonight. It's been a really fun show, but we're down to the last minute. So here's Ron to close us out. Here we go. I want to finish off the show with a little music and say to all my listeners, thank you guys, and thank you all for coming in. God bless you, and thank you for listening to the show. And it was a great one. It was a great one, and hopefully next week we'll have all new audio clips, which will be exciting to start our new shows at 10 p.m. Eastern, uh, 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central. So, are you ready to say good night, Cowboy? Well, I don't want to, but I guess I have to. Good night.
everybody in podcast, everyone in chat room, everyone that's listening on uh, the line. Thank you so much for being a part of this show. Without you guys, we would not continue. So God bless. Love you all. And can't wait till next Thursday. I repeat that. Good night, everybody. God bless and be kind to each other. That's a wrap.